0: Hey gang, it's Libby and I am back for the Action Steps episode to accompany this week's longer format podcast, which this week we were talking all about the anatomy of a super effective agenda, specifically... Client review meetings. So, we had a listener question about agendas. Uh, Tim and I were just kind of jamming back and forth on the efficient advisor community. And I said, you know what? Let's actually just hit record on this and let's talk about it. Cause sometimes it's just so hard virtually to ask for clarification or, you know, kind of go back and forth and ask more questions. So, uh, Tim was gracious enough to let me hit record. And as you know, each week I am wanting to create a follow-up episode to the longer episode, one that is just kind of short, sweet, and all about the action steps from this week's longer podcast. So for me, I'm a processor. I love to listen to something and then I think about it for like a day, sometimes two days. Um, this is just kind of my MO, right? Like I love to process things. So for me, I like to listen at the beginning of the week and then take some action by the end of the week. So that's really what I'm doing is just distilling the episode down for you into a couple of bullet points that you know I pulled from the episode that I want you to take immediate action on to make big, big, big impact in your business. So I want you to take what we've talked about on Tuesday, process it during the week, and then meet back with me here on Thursday so that we can kind of just talk about, okay, cool. What do we do now? (laughs) And if we haven't met, I'm Libby Grywe. I am your host of The Efficient Advisor. I built a 100% referral-only planning practice, and I grew it to seven figures as a solo advisor of a small but mighty team. It was me as the only advisor, and a director of operations, and two part-time staff people. So we were very, very small and mighty, and you don't have to have a big, ginormous team. You can do that too, and that's super cool. And I have lots of advisors that I work with that have multi-advisor teams, but you don't have to. And you can work just three days a week. And I took 14 weeks off a year so that I could really be all of the things that I was outside of being an advisor, a mom, a wife, a friend, a sister, a daughter, and. I'll be honest, I love traveling, so that was a big piece of it for me too. (laughs) But I'm here to walk alongside you and really to show you how to do the same thing for your business to help you to take immediate action on the most important strategies for scaling and organizing and really just creating less stress and overwhelm in your business. So this week's episode was all about the anatomy of an effective agenda. So a couple of the action items really from this episode would be number one, to actually create an agenda if you're not currently using one, and if you're currently using one, thinking about how you could totally level it up based on this week's episode. So I know a lot of you just have a CRM program like Salesforce that you can just say, hey, print me an agenda, and Salesforce prints you an agenda. And while that's really all great and good, having an agenda is way better than not having any agenda from a professionalism standpoint. However, I really want you to put some thought into the organization of the agenda. Now, of course, in this week's episode, I shared what worked really well for me and what's worked well for a lot of the advisors that I work with, but like anything else in life, you got to take it and make it your own, which is why if you guys are on my email list tomorrow, Friday, I am going to send an email with a editable copy of our agenda template. And it's editable for a couple of reasons. One, I do not want you to have to start from scratch. You totally can if that's up—that's your thing and that's up to you. Um, but I'm a big believer in like, hey, if you've already created something and it's working, please don't make me start from scratch. Don't make me reinvent the wheel. Just give me the thing and let me use it as a chassis to build my own off of and to customize it and to make it work for me. So that's exactly what I've done. So you'll want to make sure you are on the email list. You can do that by going to theefficientadvisor.com and signing up to be on the email list. If you are listening to this after the fact, which most people do, including myself, don't worry, you didn't miss it. Go ahead over to the show notes and go to the actual webpage for this episode, and I've got the download link for you there. And I promise I won't spam you. You can always unsubscribe. No worries. I'm not going to hold you hostage or hold you prisoner to the email list, however, I will only send things that I think are really gonna help you and your practice. Okay, so action item number one is actually be intentional about crafting an agenda. And like we talked about in the episode, it does about, oh, I don't know, 10 gazillion things for you. When done well, it can help you run a super tight meeting, it can help you stay really organized, It can help you keep client relationship building as part of your main function, but also mitigate some of the the chit chat that takes too long or sometimes gets you off track and takes you away from doing the critical pieces that your clients have hired you to do. It forces you to say hard things. It forces you to, it reminds you of stuff. So I talk in the episode a lot about how we captured things that were happening to and for our clients between meetings so that I could then reiterate those on the agenda. Um, It can also really help you reinforce like if you are changing the niche that you're working with and wanting to become more specific, it helps you build your brand. It helps you build competency and um, confidence from your clients. You're, You're educating them and building their competency and then they're in turn, then becoming more confident in you as their financial advisor, you're sharing things that are you are doing for your own knowledge base, that your team is doing, how you guys are getting bigger and better and more awesome every time. Um, it also helps you have a place to force you to explain changes that might impact your clients, like a like a fee increase. Um, and we also use it as a compliance tool. Like there are so many things that this that this type of well structured agenda can do for you. Um, the list literally, it it does go, it goes on and on. So if you're going, huh, make sure you jump back to the episode and go through where I literally broke down our agenda step by step. You know, we start with a positive news piece to really set the tone for the meeting, a little opportunity to brag on ourselves, to build that, you know, that confidence from our clients. We also then um, had a section where we would go through, Anything that we had coming up that the clients needed to be aware of or any changes to the office or any changes to our policies or procedures or really just this is where we reinforced training our clients on how we do things. And especially if we were going to make any adjustments, this is the area we talked about it. Um, Then we jumped into any housekeeping, making sure we got any housekeeping forms, signatures, anything that we needed to get done that was like a small kind of brainless task we knocked out right at the beginning. Because inevitably, I the client would leave and I'd go, oh, I never had them sign that beneficiary form or whatever. Then we got into the touchy-feely stuff, right? How are they, you know, since we saw them last, what's been going on in their world, what's been going on in our world, mostly their world, actually all their world, um, what we've been doing to their accounts, what we've been doing to the portfolio, any changes that we made. Um, This was all pulled from those notes that I referenced that were happening between meetings from my team. This is the warm fuzzy. This is how we really deepened our relationship with our clients. Then we got into the actual review piece and talking about the changes that we wanted to make, what was coming down the pike for the client, the future planning that we needed to address. We also had a section in there for the questions that they were submitting two weeks prior to the meeting, and I talk about the process that we had for that. And then we finished it off with what was going to happen next. So I'm a big, big, big believer in setting the stage and really setting expectations for what's going to happen. People love to know what's coming next. So we would spend time in our agenda really setting up our next meeting or our next strategy. So in the episode, I give a lot more examples. But let's say we had some clients who were, I don't know, let's say, coming upon required minimum distribution age. We might have spent a lot of time this meeting educating about required minimum distributions, taxation, Um, perhaps we talked a little bit about qualified charitable distributions, different things related to required minimum distributions. Then we might have on our agenda for our next meeting, review the tax strategies that we've created to offset some of the taxation for your pending RMDs or whatever, just setting the stage for what was going to happen next. Or maybe we were positioning long-term care and we've been telling them for the last several years, like, hey, uh, by the time you hit age 45, we're going to want to talk about long-term care. And maybe we did some light introduction this meeting about the need for it and we wanted to come in Next time with actual illustrations, quotes, um, maybe some software examples of how a long-term care event could impact their retirement plan, yada, yada, yada. But really important, um, and I just wanted to make sure I spent a little extra time on that today, uh, just about setting the stage for your clients so they know what to expect next. That way they don't walk into the meeting next time and you're like, surprise, we're going to talk about long-term care and here's some illustrations and here's some premiums. Holy smokes. I know it's a lot, right? Here, sign here. You know, I think if you can start kind of easing people into, I don't know if you want to call them your sales ideas or I mean, call a spade a spade, right? Sometimes they are sales ideas. Um, Or maybe you're easing people into a rollover pitch or um, upgrading their planning to maybe a higher level of planning. Or maybe you've been planning for free and next time you want to Um, talk about moving them into a fee-based planning agreement. You know, really whatever it is, just making sure that they are being prepped. This is, for me, this was a critical piece to our really, really high close rate is I think that we were always taking our time and doing things in advance. So it never felt like a surprise sale or like a, new idea that I just thought of this morning or a product of the month or whatever you want to call it. So anyways, okay. I tend to get, I always tell myself, I'm going to keep this under 10 minutes. And then here I go yammering away. So if you want more detail, obviously jump back to the longer format episode from this week. But I think those are some of the, the takeaways for me. Really the big picture, the big idea here is building an agenda with intention and then giving it attention. So Part of your CEO day process at least once a year should be reviewing all of your templates. Um, and this one would be included, right? Making sure that the agenda is still working and being really cognizant as you're going through it as to what's working, what's not working for you in the way that you do business and how can you continue to improve your agenda to really drive the results that you're looking for in your meeting, in your compliance, in your operations, etc. So hopefully this episode was super helpful for you. You can also check out the video version of this over in the Efficient Advisor community on Facebook. I'd love to connect with you guys there and chat more agenda. And I would of course love to connect with you over on my favorite platform, which is LinkedIn. Thank you guys so much. I hope you have an amazing weekend. Thank <laughs> you.